Hello, Tune In listeners. You are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. And I am your host, Keila Parkinson. And we are talking today about a book. And I've been talking about, we love to talk about books on our show on our show on mindfulness. We love to talk about books that support this whole theme. And um, we've had several authors on the show as well. Today, we are actually talking with someone who has started a book club about a book that I have read most of in the past. And now I'm reading with a group in this book club. And I love, love, love it. And so she is a former guest on the show. And so I knew she would know what to do. We come on here and we talk about this wonderful book. And so I'm not sure if I should introduce the book first or the guest first, but I'm going to go with the guest. Our guest is Shailene Halloran. Welcome back to the show, Shay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be back. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm moving my laptop a little closer. I have no real studio. I'm sitting in my meditation space, which is surround. I'm just setting the scene for the listeners. I'm sitting in my meditation space in my home office, which is surrounded by boxes of homeschool materials right now. <laughs> I just want to talk about how important it is to have a meditation space oh, or space yes. that a designated space that is a place to go and be by yourself. So yes. That is so important. That is so important. I'm happy that you have one. Yes, thank you. Top list. And you know what? Actually, it was a gift to myself a few years back, right? Just to be able to create this space. It's a credenza that I still use for office supplies, but my hubby hung a little curtain up there, so the office supplies are hidden. And then I have my pillows, and I have my fountain, and my singing bowls, and yada, yada, right? And all my sage, and smudging, and everything. And and um, it's a great space, and I, I do love it, and I, I do the podcast here a lot of times, and um, I don't feel like that is a misuse of the space, actually. No, it's creative <laughs> flow, right? That's Creative flow. Good yes. energy exchange. So many of you may remember from our past interview with Shailene that she is a practitioner of RTT, which is a rapid something therapy. <laughs> It's rapid transformational therapy. Thank you. And it's a very, um, it's hypnosis based and it is obviously um, psychologically based as well. And so because we're going to get into something else today, I still want listeners to know like what you are so good at. So please, will you tell listeners just a little bit more about RTT and some success stories you have? Yes, I've got so many success stories and so many incredible, so many incredible connections through this work. Um, Rapid transformational therapy is hypnosis based. And what we do, somebody comes to me with an issue, um, say it's confidence, anxiety, depression, um, something that they have been trying to work on for a really long time, that they just can't quite seem to get over. And whenever they come to me, I take them into an, an, an intentional state of hypnosis, right? Because we go into hypnosis every single day. Um, but I guide people into this intentional state of hypnosis to find out what is the real root cause of, of the issue that they're presenting with. Because a lot of times they'll come in with trouble um, communicating with their spouse, being in a relationship with their partner, with their kids, with with money with mm-hmm. abundance with health there's so many different subconscious blocks that are out there and um a lot of times these people will go through they'll talk do traditional talk therapy for ages it seems like <laughs> and and, and barely move the needle enough. right yeah and they barely move the needle through that right yes mm-hmm. and then, and to be able to go in and get it done um just sometimes within one session is absolutely miraculous to me. It's mm-hmm. incredible. I I love so much, and I I cry with my with my mm-hmm. clients after a session, like in these happy, blissful tears because I'm so I'm so high off of it. I feel yeah. so good. I yeah, feel so good after it. So. Yeah. Well, and I want to make a couple points of clarification. First of all, we're definitely not knocking traditional talk therapy, right? No. There, Yeah, no. that's actually yes. a great thing that's worked for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Yes. And yeah, some people are not ready to go deep and dirty, right? But if you've been I, talking yeah. about the same thing for years, maybe you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the types of people, a lot, the types of people that come to me are typically people that are just not even interested in therapy. They mm. don't want to go week after week after week. They, they don't want to go down that path Mm -hmm. and that's why I become an option for them because Mm -hmm. they know they need work but they don't want to sit there and unpack 
the the suitcase of yeah. trauma every week. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever happens, and repack it back up. And yeah, then back and then again, take it back you with know? you. Mm, you know, and there, that's such a laborious process. I've personally been through it. It's such a laborious process, and uh-huh. it can be re-traumatizing to just relive it over and over again, just through talking about it, right, and having yes. no action plan on how to how to move it. So, um, for me, traditional talk therapy has always worked best in the past when I've used it when I also am pairing it with tools, right? Other uh-huh. tools outside of therapy. Integration. So. Integration. Right? You to, you bring it. Use it all. <laughs> Use all the things. Um, so another point of clarification that I want to make is you said we do hypnosis every day. And I don't I, I want to make sure your your our listeners know this is not Shailene is not saying um, you know, if somebody meets with me then we do hypnosis every day. No, she's saying everybody goes into a state of hypnosis every day can you explain to people who you know don't get that concept uh, you and I yes. do but not everybody does right yeah so and and whenever I say that it's just that the the conscious mind it cannot be alert and aware 24 7 mm-hmm. that's why we have the subconscious mind and there are times during the day so a lot of the listeners will will notice this after I pointed out but there are times of the day where you just daze out you yeah. you, you check out you're not even aware of your spatial settings you're you don't people do this while they're driving they'll drive and they'll leave work go home and they won't even remember what they passed on the way that's that state that's that's that brainwave state that we're getting into yeah. you watch tv this is this <laughs> i had a person um come or was asking me about hypnosis and then i she's down in georgia and i'm up in here in indiana and she was like, well, hypnosis works um, over the computer. I was all like, they do it through the TV. Every <laughs> yeah, day. that's right. Every single day. <laughs> so it's it's you watch TV, you go mm-hmm. into that state of hypnosis. It's just it's just a different brainwave state that we naturally slip into. And it is. the most suggestible and highlight this one. The most suggestible points during the day are in the morning as you're waking up and then at night as you're going to bed. So as soon as you wake up in the morning, it's very important that you don't reach for the phone. You have mm. got to, it, it, it just sets your tone for the rest of the day to be reactive. Mm. And, and that's not a suggestion that you want to accept in your life. You want to be able to sit I practice a gratitude practice every single morning when I wake up. I'm just, thank you. Thank you for allowing my soul to come back into my body because mm-hmm. we leave at night, right? <laughs> we, we go into the dream state. We go somewhere. Um, and and I'm just thankful. I just sit there and be thankful. And I set my tone, set the day in gratitude so that every single moment after that, I'm feeling thankful for it. Mm-hmm. That's the suggestion that I give myself. And that is life-changing right there. I love it. I love how, you know, this idea that we can be empowered to give ourselves personal suggestions. We accept suggestions from others all the time. Every time we hear an expert say to us, you should do this, you should never do this, you should, 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 right? That's someone else's suggestion. (laughs) And we can be like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yes. And that's a lot of what I do is return people back to their personal power. Mm. That is... To, to rediscover that is such a life changer. It's a game changer because they people do wake up and they realize, oh my gosh, I've been giving my power away this yeah. long. I've been giving my power away to my mom, to to my dad, to to my husband, to to my wife. I've been giving my power away and bring it back home, yeah. guys. Bring it back home. This is yours. You're here to do something with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's so empowering. So. That is a wonderful segue into our actual topic today because yeah. this is such an interesting thing we're talking about. And again, your experience with this, your teaching of this wonderful method and the way that you connect with people, the way that you've used it yourself in your life, right, I think sets the whole premise for why this book is really cool to you, why you like it. Um, you put something out um, to a Facebook group that we're both in, like, hey, do you guys want to do this book club? And here's the book I want to study. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm so far in because I have this book. I tried doing it on my own. I was way in over my head. I would love to do this with a group of people. So um, the book is called It Didn't Start With You. It's by Mark Wolin. Um, we're not sure if we're pronouncing his name correctly. We, <laughs> I did a quick scan on the internet and did not find an easy, quick uh, connection to a pronunciation. But So we've only read it. But uh, Mark Wolin, it's W-O-L-Y-N-N. 
And the book is It Didn't Start With You. And it's actually about epigenetics. So there's all this DNA stuff in there. It's about the way, you know, we can switch our DNA. And it's about that whole concept of like, you know, you didn't get this, you inherited this. But also, let's not blame your parents for everything because they inherited it too. And we can go back, 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 you know, to the beginning of time, I guess, and the beginning of humans and say, here's where it started. And kind of what's the point in that? Like, if we know some of those stories, we can work on being like, this was just an outcome. And it doesn't have to be my life and my frame of reference all the time. That's my summary of the book. Shailene, how would you summarize the book? And what does it mean to you? It's incredible. It's, um, like you said, there. I had this inspiration to start a book club around it. Um, I, I literally, I just had heard about it on a podcast. Okay. And um, I had a couple of sessions with clients, and some of them were a little bit harder nuts to crack. Mm. And I had already been studying intergenerational family trauma within those clients to help them release the intergenerational trauma patterns that they were expressing. And there, there are people that were coming in with panic attacks mm-hmm. with, they, they felt like they were having a heart attack and they would go to the hospital and there was nothing that nobody could make, give them any answers. Right. So they come to me, I take them into the state and then we, boom, we figure out it's not even theirs. Hmm. It's not even theirs. It was their grandma's, mm-hmm. or and then and they, these these discoveries are just. Well, I'm going to say that word again. Are those words life changing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> life changing because yeah. their entire life they're sitting there thinking, "What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me?" But it's just an emotion that's being expressed that was unexpressed in past traumas or past family members, and this was just so cool so cool to, to stumble upon because I'm a nerd. I feel like I, I always study. I always learn about the brain and how it works, Mm. but this really brings together. I feel like in a nutshell, everything that I was studying, um, it, excuse me. It was, I I lost my train of thought just there. (laughs) I've been studying it. Okay. Um, she's profoundly overwhelmed by how exciting it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it was just the answer that I was looking for for those hard clients the ones that there's nothing in there in this lifetime that could give them the anxiety that they were expressing or that they were feeling mm. or even even um, the physical ailment the, so I've had women with premenstrual dysphoric disorder come to me they inherited this from their mother mm-hmm. their mother inherited this from their grandmother and this was being expressed in their day to day life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it's so it's so interesting because it's like, well, OCD will run in families. Well, yeah. twins will run in like all these things that were like, wait, genetically, that shouldn't be it shouldn't be, quote unquote, right? Passed on through genes, right? And yet we have these clusters, these families where it's so rampant, you know, um, families where there is, my sister has something called Vater's syndrome, which is a series of birth defects that in the mid seventies, when the babies were first surviving this, because there were like small enough tools to do microsurgeries on newborn infants, um, doctors were like, whoa, what do these things mean? Let's put them all together. Let's figure it out. In the nineties, when we were doing all the DNA research, they, they studied every single gene and they were like, there is not one that is for sure inherited. This is not an inheritable disease. And they're like switching. Yes, right? And so, um, and, and then they also realized that in this quote, you know, they don't call it a disease now, they actually call it a syndrome. And it's just an acronym that helps surgeons understand all the different parts they need to do surgeries on. So it's Vodders or Vactorals, and it stands for lots of different parts of the limbic system of the organs, all lots of lots of different, you know, interrelated systems, obviously. And it's it's helpful to have this, you know, this this um this uh yes, the um oh words. Okay. Today is not my day for some reason with <laughs> words. Um 
this let's appreciate our humanness right now just, <laughs> i'm just so love. having a human moment let's love our let's love being human this abbreviation <laughs> is not the exact word i'm looking for someone else is going to be like yeah i know the word it's right there you should be saying it but this abbreviation um like scuba what do you call that when it's an acronym an acronym is that it when it the acronym is a word acronym for some reason that yeah. doesn't feel like it fits yeah where you use the letters yeah of it's acronym <laughs> see this is the communications person, like not getting the word acronym right now. Okay. So here we go. But so yes, yeah, so this acronym is helpful for surgeons, but what they what they learned is that even all of these these different areas that are affected are not related to each other. That it's absolutely random. Right? Completely yes. random. And yeah, you and I know nothing is random in the universe. So there's a reason, yes. right? These things happen to yes. people. And so my sister was thrilled. She had three healthy children and, you know, she had been told she would never have children. Reproductive organs were affected by this for her and she had three healthy children, right? <clears throat> so she's great. She's so beautiful. She's so great at being on all these <clears throat> chat rooms and still working with people and supporting people. <clears throat> being somebody now who is one of the oldest people with this illness, who is teaching other generations and talking to young moms and being like, you can have kids. My kids are having grandkids. You can do this, right? They're all healthy, right? This uh-huh. is not inheritable. Uh, the reason I go on all this rant is to say that in those groups, there are some families where they have three out of five kids with Vodders or Vactorals. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Random. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And this is... And um, it becomes a genetic issue for the family, right? It becomes right. part of a belief system. It's, it gets passed on in some way. And this is the that's stuff that's so interesting. Yes. <laughs> So that interesting. So powerful. Our minds are so powerful that they can, they get, they can create dis-ease in the body. They can create disease, right? Yep. Dis-ease. Um, and that's, that's why you've got to start doing this deep work. We have got to start looking into our emotional causes and, and we've got to start looking at our mental health, the mental health of our, we truly have been undervaluing this for mm. human history absolutely (laughs) so thank goodness it's coming to the surface now and just within the last year like you were talking about um the the human genome project was that what yes it is what i was yes um just within the last 10 years neuroscience has been blasted off and and neuroscience i feel like is the coolest science that i get to geek out over yeah me too they're finding out so much of this they're seeing our emotions, our thoughts, our thought patterns. We've got what fifty to sixty thousand thoughts a day. Ninety mm. percent of them are repetitive and negative. They're going to yes, they're going to create disease in our body. Mm-hmm. It interrupts the flow of, of our our blood, and our blood is our life, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's important to get to dive in to deep deepen your practice of your self study and. Because there's really, I don't see anything else that we should be doing here. <laughs> oh, I'm with you, man. This is why you're a guest on the show in a recurring way. <laughs> Listeners, we are talking with Shailene Halloran, and you are listening to Tune In, which is radio for your mind, body, and soul. I am your host, Keela Parkinson, and we broadcast live on Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Central Time at WVLP 103.1 FM. Stream live around the world at WVLP.org. And our show is also available in podcast format for your listening convenience at anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment with a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world. Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. So again, we are speaking with Shailene Halloran, and we're talking today about a book that we are both reading together. And so I just thought it would be really fun to come on here and talk about uh, not only the book and not only the amazing concepts in the book, but also... Shay's wonderful idea to just say, this is something I want to learn more of, and I'm going to kind of find my tribe of people who want to study this. And so it's made up of a lot of, I think I'm the only one who's not a book club newbie in the book club, aren't I? You're, yeah, you're basically our, our book club leader. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> 
And the, the book we're studying is It Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin, W-O-L-Y-N-N. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, so, so let's talk about that, like how you were like, I really want to study this book. I love it. It's all the things I geek out on. And next steps were what? Well, okay, so the I was let me let me set you up, I guess. Let me let cool. me take you into my setting. I was sitting <laughs> at the gym listening to a podcast and I heard Mark Wolin uh speaking and I was like, "Oh, this is exactly what I've been studying. I'm I'm just going to add this to my thing." And I was like, yeah. "You know what? Sitting there pumping up my arms, right?" <laughs> Good, getting the endorphins going, getting your brain, your prefrontal cortex is all aligned, right? Yep, in flow. I was um, was like, you know what? Maybe some other people would be interested in this because I I started the Facebook group um, and it's ever-evolving dreamers Mm. living a meaningful and purposeful life because of all of the people that I have met, talked to, that just seemed interested in the work that I was doing. um, I wanted to create a connection spot. 2020 we were disconnected mm-hmm. right all we had was social media and in zoom and uh, yeah. <laughs> just the internet, uh, which i'm so thankful for yeah but uh i really wanted to form deeper connections because yeah. i i saw i was 100 missing this i was missing having a community and being around people so as the the bands were lifted um that that idea that thought of you know what what do i like to do I like to read. I like to study. I want friends. So (laughs) how can I make friends? You know what? A book club would be great. Start a book club. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, I was saying to you before the show, one of my things I really want to feature on on this episode is how I think you're such a great model for like, you know, I have this idea and – I think this would be great. And I don't know where this is right now. I don't know where to find it. So I'm just going to keep asking around until I find like-minded people and we'll just come up with it, you know? And I just think that's so good. That's how it works, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, (laughs) otherwise your your ideas die. And and that's that's unfortunate for your soul, right? Your soul, you you get these inspirations daily. You Mm -hmm. get daily inspirations, but for so long, we're, we're just taught to cap them, shut them down, stuff them down. Yeah. You don't deserve yeah. it or, or you're not worthy of it or you're not going to yeah. be able to obtain it. Don't even try. If yeah. you fail, you're going to be you're going to be rejected. Right. right. It's all of these terrible things, but then you you miss out on life. And that's that's a thing that I have been working on for the past for the past decade is creating a life that I want, mm-hmm. creating creating relationships that I want, creating the wealth that I want, creating just creating life. And this was such a perfect way to do it and and doing it this way so you get these ideas it is your duty to take action on them yeah. aligned action that's within that feels good to you right you take these ideas and then you run with them that's that's your job spirit gives you an inspiration in spirit right spirit mm-hmm. gives you inspiration your job take action see see where you can take this I love that. Yeah. And let it unfold it and just keep saying, well, how? Well, well, if not that way, then how else? Right. Um, this is, this is creativity in action. And I think a lot of people, especially in the business community have this idea, you know, that if, if we cannot create like a fully formed and supported business plan around our creative idea, then it's a no go. Right. And people who have successfully created businesses or launched new projects and programs understand that, it's never just create the business plan and do step A, B, C, and D. It doesn't really work that way to get something yeah. up and running, no matter what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, if, and, and a lot of times you're going to, that's, that's, I feel like a um, control that we mm. uh, humans, we feel like we want and need control, 100% control. Mm. And, and that's a big blocker. So uh, yeah. of success is we feel like we have to, see the entire picture before it even begins to unfold and it's it that's not the way it works yeah and control is based in fear (laughs) right and we you know we go back and forth between like is it fear or is it love right and these are the things that are one's going to stop you and one's going to move you you know one's going to move you in a bad place like if you're just fear motivated right um now and I, I don't say that because like there are times when we need a little fear motivation like if it's truly survival right but when it's survival that's kill or be killed. That's fight or flight, right? If it's truly yeah. survival, that's kill or be, be killed. And so 
That's stopping somebody for something. Yeah. (laughs) Go back to that book where, where fear, a lot of times these, so there was a lot of studies done on Holocaust survivors Mm -hmm. and their dependents. And a lot of them had low cortisol levels, right? They, they were living in fear, even the the twice removed generations living in fear. And this was just an expression of their ancestors. So, and it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I, and I'm going to jump in really quickly and say, I mentioned it other times on the show too, but I'm such a fan of the documentary that's out right now that's available on the internet for pay whatever you want to view. And it's um, The Wisdom of Trauma by Gabor Mate. Oh, yes. Who himself was an is. infant. Yes, he was an infant during the Holocaust and he was, you know, hidden away. And I mean, his story in a lot of ways is a wonderful story of survival, right? It's a story of like, He's one of the ones who barely, you know, had an issue. And yet his life, he had an issue, right? And oh, he with his mom. He his mom had to pass him off in the street, right? Yes. And he that's and he went to someone that's where it was, right? And he so you know, he but he got back with his mom within a year or yeah. two and like all you know, supposedly things are healed, right? But but no, there's the broken mom bond. That's that's a yeah. good point. And that and that stays with an infant. People talk about, you know, children who are adopted. I've got friends who were adopted as children or babies and now they're adults and they this is a constant common struggle of, you know, the the boundaries of love and getting too close or not close enough and being kind of one or the other. Well, no kidding. No kidding. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if if your home was ripped from you for whatever reason, even if it was a better situation, bettering your situation, right? That's still something that you inherit that goes with you everywhere you go. This yeah. needs to self-protect as a baby. And you're like, I got to trust strangers now. Until you start to question your beliefs, right? Yeah. And this is, let's yeah. plant a seed of hope here because a lot of times people will just give us the doomsday. Yeah. The doomsday. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for bringing it back. Yeah. But, um is these things will affect your life until you until. bring awareness until you begin to shine the light on these these spaces these areas of your life yeah they're going to control you in a in a not so good <clears throat> way in a not a healthy way but you begin to question your beliefs you begin to see is this a true belief a, a lot of our beliefs and perceptions about the world are untrue um, and then we we begin to, the releasing process that is possible. That is 100% possible. And we we can't release it unless we see it. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to look at someone else's story and uh-huh. be like, oh, here's this kiddo and, you know, the parent is like this and the parent the parent is so worried about germs, let's say, okay? And this is just, you know, an example, right? But it's something that obviously is prevalent in a lot of people's prevalent? minds right now, right? <laughs> So apologies if it triggers you, right? If you're listening. Um, and I, Yeah, triggers are healers. That's a good one. So yeah, so you know, maybe the parent is really worried about germs. And so when the parent is worried about germs, then the child is constantly having to wash their hand, right? Wash their hands over and over again. Or, um, you know, be away from kiddos who are sneezing or whatever, right? And th- these are practical things to do, obviously. But if it's done with a sense of like, not this is healthy we're gonna do this we like this it makes us feel better this is how we care for our bodies but instead like oh no what if uh 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 right and the child is on alert and the child starts to see danger where it's not there if that's something you're relating to then I'm sorry you're not gonna have this this is not a good example for you but if it's something that you have witnessed in someone else it's really easy to look at it and be like oh kiddo you know what let's wash our hands because we love ourselves not because we're afraid of the world and you know and and to be like this poor kiddo is getting this message or, you know, I saw that happen. It's not my message, right? It's the context. When that is your world, it's hard to see outside of that framework. And so this book is so awesome because it helps you realize like kind of where those invisible barriers are, where the the wall of your canister that you've been in, you know, is. And you can be like, oh, this is just a message I was given. Light bulb. I don't have to believe it. And, you know, it's, I know, I don't have to believe it. It sounds like, I feel like if you haven't had this aha moment of letting something go, it sounds like hogwash. (laughs) 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 But you, can you, do you, are you interested in sharing a little bit of your personal journey and why you are so like, everybody needs to do this. This is amazing. (sighs) This is better than anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I've been doing forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without asking you to unpack all the s and yeah. like put it on the table, right? How, what do you really? How would you like to 
share share ask the question again ask the question okay okay so you know i know that you yourself have done a lot of work and you have excavated and and let go and so how would you like to share a little bit with listeners um about you know some of your journey that you've been through and why you're so like i'm gonna i feel safe to go out and make big friends in this way and and try new things yeah Mm. i um and it's a lot of belief clearing right that's i uh with within my yoga practice um it it totally showed me i have control over my environment i have control over my experience i have i have control that was just the tip of the iceberg for me um because before I was just going with the flow. I had, I stood for nothing. Mm. I, I had no aim in life, no goals. And in life has a way of really chewing you up and spitting you out at that point. Yeah. You don't, if you have no control over, over yourself, <laughs> over your thoughts, over, over your emotions, life's going to do it for you because there are a lot of systems out there that, are that's their job is to control right and so once i started to become aware and and it was just like i'm i'm barely waking waking up to this so just imagine this in the morning right my Mm. my eyes are just kind of waking up (laughs) yeah um the more and more i started to meditate the more i started to hear the thoughts that were there um i continued on and i started to get bored and i wanted to go deeper so then it went into clearing these heavy boulders of beliefs that had had really sabotaged my relationships, my my wealth, right? My um, just my mindset and how how I live life. There's so many different ways that they were they would hold me back, but as long as I started digging, questioning, mm. um, and seeing what was true and what was not true. That's that's where my life really began to take off, and and that's where I started to to get centered, and feel safe enough to be seen as who I am, right? I'm not a people pleaser anymore. Yeah, good for I'm you. Not, <laughs> I'm not somebody that's just gonna say yes to make you happy. I'm I say what I mean. I mean what I say, and I don't say it mean. Yeah, I like it. That third part is new to me. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's, good. It's, and I really feel like um. In, in this day and time, this is prevalent that, that it is important to find out who you are at your core. And, and just to give you a, a quick little key, magic key to this, you are lovable. Mm. Who you are is lovable. Yeah. <laughs> who you are is lovable. No matter what you've done, no matter, no matter what you've been through, you are lovable. And once you get that truth, that, that God's the honest truth, life really opens up for you yeah and and you you begin to find your tribe right yeah all of all of my friends before before I started to do this work were just what like that going with the flow you know I'm drunk at the bar let me be friends with this person very (laughs) superficial yeah very superficial and it's not the type of friendships that I want in my life anymore so creating I I get to create the relationships (sighs) I get to to nurture the ones that I I want in my life, and I get to let the ones that are toxic just just slowly go. die off. And the way you say that, I get to do this. Like I can just see like how fun and playful it is for you, which is inspiring. It's a game. Yeah, life's life is a game. a game. I know, right? It's fun when you realize and you get to play it. Listeners, you are listening to our interview with Shailene Halloran on TuneIn Radio for your mind, body, and soul. We are broadcasting from WVLP. 103.1 FM in beautiful Valparaiso, Indiana, the Vale of Paradise. Tune in is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks, retreat house events, and even more to come. Like maybe a school? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Learn more, share your love, and support the growing movement at unitynwi.org. And I, I'm not speaking for that group, by the way. I need to say that really quickly. It's a conversation Shay and I have been having off <laughs> offline that I just couldn't help but throw in. So um, there are all kinds of great things in the work at, works with that group. 
Our show, of course, is about mindfulness, and we like to answer that question of what is mindfulness with a great quote we found from Laura Fortgang, a talented author and professional life coach who describes it as, being mindful means being aware of everything and certain of nothing. And so take that as you will. Anything you hear on the show, if it inspires you, go run with it. If it doesn't work the way you thought it would, uh, put it down, come back, try it again, or learn a lesson from it, or all of the above. Um, I, I like this great quote, take what you like and leave the rest. And I think that applies to everything you experience in life, including our everything. show. Everything. So, okay, Shailene, let's tell a little bit about... <laughs> how our first book club meeting went um and without we're not talking like you know like going into like people's stories or anything but like this premise you know that you brought us all together that you kind of cherry picked people who were gonna really be into this right which was very cool you threw it out there and said who's interested and then you were like i love this this is really cool let's organize a time which was great and then (laughs) you sent me you sent everybody a message and said has anybody been in a book club before (laughs) I was like, wait, she's asking this now? This is hilarious to me. And I like raised my hand and we had like a little side chat and I was like, here are the few formats and options, you know, which was great. And then we got in there and it wasn't just like, what are we going to do? Although you were open, like who wants to kind of do what? But you had really a great rough outline for like, this is kind of how I thought this would go. And you led us through some of the exercises in the book, which are amazing exercises. And I had a profound insight from... (laughs) profound profound really letting something go right yeah really letting something go which because it is something that is inherited I will tell you after the radio program sorry listeners I normally share (laughs) I probably overshare on this on this podcast and on this radio show but um I shared the things uh what was it someone said recently like show them your scars not your wounds um that's how I tend to share two groups is like okay I've got some healing and some lessons from this one this one was very fresh I just got oh my gosh I can't believe that you know I've held this grudge over this thing that was actually for my benefit so that's basically yeah and and that that right there I want to point out is every single everything in our lives is for us yeah I mean the anxiety it's there to protect us in some way that there's there's all we just have to decode the the information that it's given us and and kind of rewire it yeah (laughs) reframe right we hear that word overused in psychological circles right reframing reframing it reframing it you know and and sometimes it becomes like you know uh some I think sometimes people use it in a way where inadvertently a lot of times we usurp people's power to process first before they reframe and that there's only way you can reframe is to process right Uh (laughs) that's really integral yeah so um that's again that's my take what was your take on our first book club meeting okay exciting and I did not expect honestly I started to get into the book and I was like oh my gosh this is deep I don't know if anybody's gonna be ready for this I thought maybe two or three people would show up we had like a dozen didn't we it was great there was not a space at the table it was awesome yes and I'm hoping it's it's we might outgrow our space which I'm I'm happy to have that problem yeah. That means that we, we're really, we're coming together and we're, we are forming something. We're, we're doing such beautiful work together. Um, I did not expect it to last until 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, we together for like an hour, hour and a half. And we were for like three. It was great. We, Everyone yes. was like, oh, um, let me just quickly text and say I won't be home. Like, <laughs> it was <Yeah>. great. <laughs> and and that, that was just, I mean... Yeah, I, I left, I went home and I couldn't get to sleep until, I'm such a great sleeper, but mm. I couldn't sleep until about midnight because I was just so high off of yeah. it. I was like, this is so exciting. This is, I just love, love this work. I love, yeah. and, and to, to be in airspace with people, to be in that flow, it's, it's thrilling to me. I love, and I love the human experience. And there's so much of the human experience that got shared in our book club. Yeah, that people I, I had comments afterwards from people. They were like, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm oh, so God. happy to hear that that other people are just as messed up as I am. Use all right. Yeah. But and I'm like, you're not messed up. We're all this is all we're all in this together. Yeah. Like, this is life. This is human life. And we need to stop. Stop trying to put filters on it you know instagram filters yeah well that's a great point you know and so i to me i was so i love this stuff too i've 
I've done some group therapy work. I facilitated support groups. I've been all over the map with this stuff, right? I've done online ones and person ones for multiple varieties of groups, right? Through my many decades on the planet, I've experienced a lot of being on all the seats, on all the angles of, and I've never been in a book club that was, you know, healing like this. Although I also just was, I'm still in the process of creating one with another group of people. And um, it's a little bit on the side for me right now because I'm like, oh, I'm in something I love. I don't want to get overwhelmed here. (laughs) Um, But it was such wonderful timing for me. Um, But so I come at it from, I love doing this stuff. And I am so in awe of what you have created with this. I am so in awe of you creating this group of people who were so vulnerable out of the gate with each other, so supportive, so on the same track in so many areas, right? Just sharing stories and finishing sentences in a way. It was amazing. It was amazing to me. So I just kind of want to bow down and be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And I, this is, I'm recognizing this as, as one of my gifts. This is a gift that I have to offer the world is, is bringing people together and creating flow. Yeah. I, I literally, people, I'll meet strangers and they'll start telling me their deep, dark secrets. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> tell, right? <laughs> but, but this is, it's my You're gift. like, here, it's, do it's this exercise. Let me guide you through. And then... <laughs> Yeah. Have a good day. Yes. See you never. <laughs> I've really, I've had somebody, um, I was at, at home, at home, the good home good store. Yeah, okay. Uh, standing in line and this woman just opens up to me about her grief. And I'm like, Aww. we're literally yeah. not, not even in communication yeah. with each other. We're standing in line together and she's just, she just starts. Up wow. and I'm like, I'm the person to talk to right yeah. now. I and, and and I welcome that. So yes, that is a gift that I have to be able to bring. And maybe I've cultivated that through through being teaching yoga and leading groups through this. Um, but it's definitely I am I'm thrilled with that gift, and I love that I'm able to offer that yeah. and create create that atmosphere. And and it does take participation on on each individual level and trust and. And I'm so thankful that we all came together in that way. Me too. So cool. So cool. And I'm really grateful to be a part of your inaugural group doing this because I definitely see this as something that I'm sure you're going to be bringing, you know, to the world in the future in so many different ways. This is great. Part of also why I had Shay come on the show because clearly she's not accepting new members to this group at this point, right? But it's A, to really focus on this book and to talk about how it can be, you know, read and used in different ways. And B, to just sort of let listeners see like... If there's an idea you have, if there's something you've been wanting to pursue, whether it is a book club, whether there is something you've been like, I want to do this one and I want to grow, right? <clears throat> you know, I have a tendency, I have had a tendency in my life to be like, hey, friend, do you want to read this book with me or whatever, you know, or hey, husband, you know, let's do a two person okay. book club and study this together or whatever. And, um, you know, I might ask two or three people. And if it's a series of no's, then I'm like, okay, and I stop pursuing it, you know, and I since I have met you, what? two or three years ago, two years ago, I think, um, you've been on this idea of the school, you know, and like this, this idea you have, and you keep pursuing the school, this whole concept that you have. And like, and I just love it. Cause you're just like, okay, not now, but not yet. Right. Like that's just a not yet to me. And I just, I find that to be really admirable. And there is a difference. It's a, di- it's a difficult thing to balance. Um, there is a difference between, you know, I'm going to keep being headstrong and pursuing something when it's clear nose from everybody. But you're like, okay, so these people are interested right now. Well, I'm just going to keep putting it out there in other channels, right? And yeah. that's that's a big piece of this too. That, yes. And that's, there's um, 7.53 billion people on this planet. That's <laughs> such a big number. It just keeps growing. <laughs> and there, there, there's always, I mean, I think that's a, a, one of the growth mindset tools that is uh, important for us to to remember is you can get a hundred no's and one yes yeah right yeah you can continue to you can continuously get these no's and you just keep saying it's gonna the next one's gonna be it the next one's gonna be it and that's and don't be attached to the outcome yeah you know and don't don't sit there and and dwell and oh, I'm rejected again. Yeah. I'm rejected again. No, it's just you haven't found the right person yet. Yeah. One <laughs> of my yes. Right 
One of my favorite life lessons that I got to also hear on a radio show on a former show I used to host on WVLP and Tony Shafino, who owns AJ Specialties, and he's in a lot of markets. Many people around the region have seen him and known him and bought umbrellas and Mother's Day gifts and things from him and, he, and you know, fidget spinners and all kinds of fun, fun toys. And um, he is such a great, likable, genuine human being. And so that's a huge part of his sales success, right? But he told a, show, a story on our show when we got to interview him on... Um, when he was first training salespeople, when he was doing door-to-door stuff when he was young, and he was first starting to organize his own team, and the way he trained his team was he celebrated all the no's they, quote, collected, because each no was one step closer to a yes, and he yeah. gave them, a, he actually gave them homework where they had to get 10 no's, like things like yeah. that, right? You're collecting your no's, and he would take them out and, like, buy them ice cream and silly things like that, right? So I they were excited that. about the whole process, Yeah. So fun. That is incredible. And and yeah, and that just that absolutely that reframes the no. Yeah. That's and, and the no's are right of passage. Yep. And you right? have to yes. get there to get the yeses, right? Because if percentage wise there are only gonna be so many, then you're gonna have to go through those no's. Yeah. Here and, and going in back into the book, and this is a lot of reconnecting with the inner child. Mm. Um, a lot of that in our adult life really are we afraid of getting a no Mm. we're consciously no subconsciously it's the end of us because our parents (laughs) would sit there and they would scream no because because kids that's what they do they'll sit there they'll ask for the same yes until you scream no (laughs) (laughs) yes right Right. and then we begin to repeat that in our adult life and then we begin to we we be we are afraid to pursue what we want and that's a lot to nurture that inner child. Anytime you're you're wanting something in your life, you and, and you have that block of um, I'm scared to go for it. You just sit there with the inner child and you say, you know what? I'm here for you. I love yeah. you. You deserve you deserve to want what you want. Let's you try to it together. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that one. That's a great technique. Listeners, you are listening to Tune In, Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. I am your host, Keila Parkinson, and we are at 103.1 FM WVLP, also streaming around the world at WVLP.org. Our show is also available in podcast form. If you are a podcast listener, I encourage you to subscribe and get our updates, which come every Friday. Kiki, I'm sorry, today's show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc., Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is, when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at coachkiki.com. We are talking today about a wonderful book called It Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin, and it is a book about epigenetics and how we can break the chain and kind of be responsible for our own DNA and maybe passing on some great things to those we bring into the world if we choose to go into parenting or if parenting is foisted upon us. And... Um, And there are so many ways to do that. And we're kind of scratching the surface of that, but we're talking with our wonderful recurring guest today, Shailene Halloran, who is a practitioner based in Crown Point, Indiana, of uh, RTT therapy and uh, uses hypnosis. It's amazing. It's very deep, amazing healing and transforming work. And so what, what better person to create a book club around this book, It Didn't Start With You, to help people transform their stuff, right? (laughs) So thanks for being on the show again, Shay. We're in our final quarter and um, I want to make sure that if there are any other life lessons or uh, pointers you want to give to the listeners that we talk about those things. So while you're kind of like stewing over that, um, one thing I want to say too about what I observed in our book group that Shay created is how good it is to have someone who's such a pro at guiding people through visualizations and hypnosis and all kinds of other settings to guide people through these wonderful exercises, many of which are visualization based in Mark Owen's book. So um, he encourages people to just like record the scripts themselves and listen to them, which is always an option, but it's profound when you have someone like Shailene leading you through. (laughs) (laughs) The the collective the the fact that we had 10 people in in the group doing the same thing that gets Mm. the the environmental juices flowing and that's 
that's heavy. That's some good stuff. You know, that's one thing I think that <clears throat> is a piece of epigenetics that maybe he, I'm saying the word so quickly today for some reason, epigenetics, <laughs> that maybe he talks about later in the book. Like I said, I haven't read through the entire thing. I a little, I think I, when I read it, which I started over again for the book club, but when I was trying to read it on my own, I think I got a little over halfway through, maybe three fourths of the way through. <clears throat> and I just, I kept dog-earing the exercises. I think I tried the first couple and I just was like, I'm not doing this well on my own. I need a guide to get through this, yes. right? So I, you know, kept just skipping the exercises. I would, I would dog ear them and come back to them or, or say, I'll come back to them later or whatever. Um, but I don't know if he goes into this, but I really believe that a huge piece of the transformation puzzle in epigenetics or anything in life, which is all epigenetic, let's face it, that's the human soup, is that little piece that we don't measure too well yet with human tools. And that's the energy field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So speak to yes. that. Um, everything is energy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What I have, that's what I have. Everything, everything is energy. Everything is energy, and that's um, once again, it's it's been undervalued or or devalued or just overlooked. Mm-hmm. Or I don't, I don't see how because everything's energy. I know. <laughs> Some people are more tuned in to energy than others, right? Some people are highly sensitive, mm-hmm. and. And if there's anybody out there that is listening that is highly sensitive and they don't know how to manage their their empathic abilities, uh, definitely reach out because that can be disastrous. You're yeah. picking up on people's energies. I, I was the other day I was talking to a friend. She's going through a divorce um, after 25 years, and the next morning I woke up and I started to feel, or I, I noticed that there was this feeling of a breakup mm. in me. And I'm like, well, where the heck did this come from? And I was like, oh, oh, it's hers. Yeah. So I just released it. I was, yeah. this is not, this is not mine. Yeah. And I think that when you have been conditioned for myself, I'll say for years, mm-hmm. I was conditioned to be like, that's crazy. Don't think about that. Right. And I was telling myself that, which because was more crazy making. It. Yeah. <laughs> It's more crazy with the, with yeah. the, the two eyes, but yeah. that third eye, right? You're, right. You, you are, you, you see, sense, feel, you energy. It's all it, energy. And we are, and we are all putting off energy. So mm. what energy are we putting off? We, we need to be responsible for that for the first place. It's, yep. It's True. a human, I feel a responsibility to be responsible for what we're putting out into the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't go away, right? right? Energy, you take a water, water, it turns into ice, it, right? It, it turns into to gas, it turns into liquid. It's never created or destroyed. Energy, right? You know, I 100% agree, ice right? Ice. The fields we have, right? That's the whole thing. You know, and we, and really, that's how we all are. Like humans don't either. We turn into whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. If we're buried in the actual earth, then we go back and we become <laughs> compost, right? Like that's nothing really completely disappears. And I think that, yeah, <clears throat> yeah that, and, and energy is a perfect example of that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. So, so for, if you've been conditioned to say, ignore it, that's not true, keep stuffing it down, right? Whether it's emotions or whether it's energy, then when you first start practicing, releasing these things, it's going to look messy, right? And so, right? So I think a lot of people, then it's like, "Uh uh-oh, that's scary. This is why they've been telling me not to do this. Don't do it because it's messy. Well, it's only messy in the beginning. Like I'm here to say it's only messy in the beginning and it gets better and better and easier with practice. And pretty soon you're like Shailene where you wake up in the morning, you go, that's not mine. And you let it go and you go about your day and it doesn't affect you anymore. So it's a purge, right? What you're talking about, that purge. Those, and I always get so excited whenever I have a purge sitting in front of me. Mm, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> My clients there, I'm like, yes, this is it. This is yeah. it. Keep going. Keep, keep going. going. <laughs> keep going. Myself, I've had, I in the past one, you know, as a communications coach, I've had clients who are like, they're afraid to open the dam, right? And I have had multiple clients who would say to me, or I will say it for them, and they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's what I feel that they're afraid that once they like let themselves cry or let themselves be angry that they'll never stop and then I'm like I'm here to tell you that nothing lasts forever Uh and you gotta trust me on this right and then they get through crying for two hours and they're like oh my gosh I stopped right (laughs) 
crying feels so good. Yeah. I, I used to be so afraid to cry uh, up until I was 30 years old. Okay. I, I used to be so afraid. And now it's, it. I look forward to it. it I will have a crappy emotion, uh, a really sad or an angry emotion that comes up. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's ride the wave. Okay, Let's good. Get it out. Good Let's for you. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then that feeling afterwards, it's just. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I love it. So we actually only have about five minutes left. So um, anything else that you really want to share? I, I would love to hear what has been a big aha moment for you in reading the book so far. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. That was um, what I was hoping to share, and it just nice. came to me as good. We're in the same. We're sharing I know. the energy. Love we're it. Sharing the energy. <laughs> so. I have done so much work within the past 10 years, within a decade. I get to say that now, right? Yeah, <laughs> good job. Um, I did not realize I had lost both of my parents. I knew that I lost my parents. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lost my mom when I was 15. She passed away of cancer. Mm. I lost my dad when I was 20. And then my sister committed suicide when I was 21. So <sighs> I had experienced a lot of death. A and lot I, of deep grief. Yes. And I had processed grief. I have done my grief process and continue to do it because it's just an, an, an ever evolving thing. Um, I did not realize that I had a real big block in um, my relationship with my parents. And even though they're dead, this book, it talks about even, even if they're dead, there doesn't need to be a block in the flow of love. Mm. And that was one of the biggest ahas for me. Whenever I started to go through the exercise, if your mom was standing right in front of you, would your arms be open? Would you be, would you be open and willing to accept her love or like Uh willing to receive her love? And whenever I just sat there and and sat with that question, I was like, I'm not too sure. Mm. I don't, it it didn't feel, I did not feel an openness. And I was like, Ooh, there's a block. There's a block there. Let's get rid of it. Um, so I did there's an exercise in here that says put up a uh, a picture of your your mom or your dad whoever you're feeling the block from and I have mm-hmm. both both my parents in this picture um, up on the bedside and I just have it on on my bedside table and it says teach me how to receive your love mm. and every day that I have been doing that, I do that every night. And my daughter, she's like, mom, talk to your parents. I love it. And how, tell, tell them how old your daughter is. She's four. Yeah. She's four. And she yeah. started to talk to them too. She's never met yeah. them. So that's a gift right there. That's a gift. But, um, that I have songs start to come up that my mom used to sing. Oh, um, nice. Memories come up. So I'm starting to do, I'm sure that I had been doing these things with my kids before but I started to do these things and I'm like my mom used to do this this is an act of love yep and and then I get to reconnect with it and yeah. open that up and it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to do 20 20 20 years after her wow it's been yeah. that long it's yeah. you know it's so yeah nice. That's incredible. It's an incredible gift. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful gift. And it's so nice because so many times for people when there is a loss of a beloved family member, right, who is influential in whatever way, um, then for the next generation who was born not knowing that person, there is the whole either a sense of mourning, right, a sense of we don't talk about them. There's like a sense of shame and secrecy wrapped in the grief a lot of times. For your daughter to have this open relationship where she is just receiving love and this is just quite natural and normal for her, what a blessing because you and I both agree if energy always shifts and changes, right, then they're still able to influence, right? Those All those lessons and things are still there and she can have a direct bond with them. Wow. That's really yeah, cool. Did, that's just so Thank you for saying that because it's another layer of appreciation I yeah. need to have. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Mama. I love it. And that is really hard work. Um, some people close to me in my life, um, I was I got the blessing of getting to mentor them. And both of them lost their parents in separate ways um, in teens and then in early 20s. And, um, 
and I see it being so impactful to them. And uh, you are a role model for many people. And I know that's not your, it's not your whole purpose. I want to be very clear on that, right? You don't have to have this so that you're a role model for everybody. I think sometimes we take like, I went through this so I can help others. And then maybe we get a savior complex, right? And I'm trying not to put that on you, right? <laughs> but I also, I'm grateful for the modeling that you're doing that helps me point to someone and say, this can be a bridge for you, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, anyway. So my heart goes up. My heart goes out to those two special people today, too, when I hear and think about that. Yeah, it's a blessing to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shailene Halloran, it's so nice to have your love and light on the show. I don't think I've ever told you this in person, but you are such a beautiful person inside and out. You look like a young Sarah McLachlan to me, and I'm a huge fan of hers. I've seen her in concert many times. So from me, that's a major compliment. Okay, you're so beautiful. (laughs) Thank you for being so awesome and for being on the show and for letting our listeners hear some really interesting types of things they can do and helping them learn about this great book it didn't start with you yes so and if you're breathing you can heal right? amen love if it breathing, <laughs> apparently even if you're if you're passed on you can still heal but yeah through the other people i think that's true there is no hopeless case right there's always hope there's, no there's always 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 hope and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the caveat of there's no hopeless case. There are people I don't want anywhere around me right now, but I wish them hope and love from afar. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? Everyone deserves yeah. that. Everyone, Everyone yes. deserves it. I agree. Thank you again for being on the show. We will see you later, meditators. <laughs>